I hate when I'm in the middle of talking and shit crashes. <laughs> We're back. Jeez. Unprofessional. So unprofessional. Um, as I was saying, um, best actor in film, best actor in television, uh, best actress in film, best actress in television, comedy television show of the year, and drama television show of the year. Something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of them. So it should be interesting. Um, so right now, I am going to do Song of the Year. And the nominees for Song of the Year are Stone Sour, Gone Sovereign, Papa Roach, Still Swingin', Green Day, Oh Love, Motley Crue, Sex, and Katy Perry, Part of Me. She seems to be the odd one out in this this category, doesn't she? Um, we did have votes for some of the other songs, but the winner came in pretty strong. And the winner of Song of the Year is Katy Perry with Part of Me. What? Yep. What? Are you, sh are you shocked? Yeah. I, I really am not. Katy Perry. That was a pretty big hit. It really was. Yeah. I mean, I like the song. I'm not going to deny that. It's a good song. I, I don't think it was the best song of the year. I really don't, but... Um, yep. Apparently that is the song of the year. Well, Were you expecting it to be Green Day? Really? No. Okay. <laughs> Ow. Sorry? I, I wasn't expecting it to be Green Day either. Honestly. I don't think I had any, actually. That's not surprising. No, it's not. Um, like I said, Green Day just didn't really impress me with that album. I don't think they really impressed anybody with that album. No. I don't know. I would actually like to hear from actual Green Day fans, like, what they think of it. Because, you know, like I said, like, the, the people I've talked to were comparing it to, you know, Nimrod, which... For me, it was just a weak album, anyways. But still, overall, it was a weak album. You can't deny that. Anybody that would openly admit to liking that album at all? Me. Other than you. I like what I like. Apparently. Alright, we're going to take a little bit of a musical break. Um, this year, Scorpions put out a new album, some covers, and some uh, re recordings of some of their older hits. So here's the uh, re-recorded version of No One Like You by the Scorpions. Alright, after a short musical break, 
It is now time for Crystal's Top 20 of 2012. forgot to mention for this year. Fidel Sassoon. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't know he yeah. was still alive. Really? <laughs> yeah. Fidel Sassoon. I'm sure there's others. I'm just... Uh... Yeah, I didn't even know he Neil Armstrong. Alive, so. forgot about him, too. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he did. Now I went to the same high school as him. I forgot about him. Michael Clark Duncan. That one too. I about Clark, yeah. Who also has connections to this area because his fiance at the time of his death is from Youngstown. Really? Yeah. Almarosa. Oh, yeah. 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 She's a crazy lady. Yeah, you ain't bullshitting there. <laughs> Very crazy lady. Um. <laughs> everyone out there had a, a wonderful Christmas. I know we did. Very eventful. Did a lot of running around. And uh, our five-part Christmas special was on. I hope everyone enjoyed that. Lots of Christmas music and uh, highlights from the entire year. And uh, I gotta tell you, like, you know, I was making those those Christmas episodes and you know, going through all of the, those highlights from you know, all of our past episodes was was rather interesting because you know, I, I went all the way back to our first episode. It was just me and country and you know, it seems like as time has progressed each episode has definitely gotten better. We've definitely improved with each episode that we've done and I'm very happy with that. And we're hoping to only get better as uh, twenty thirteen 
arrives. Very excited about that. And if you're still unsure about what to do tomorrow night for New Year's, I will be DJing the big New Year's Eve bash at the Funky Skunk in Warren, Ohio. A uh, wonderful show will be uh, had that night with Skylar Styles and Ladiva St. James. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it will be Ladiva. He's doing Yes. So, I mean, it's it's a gay bar, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Every straight person I've ever met who's ever gone in there has had a good time. It's uh, plus I'll be I'll be mixing live, so it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, it's gonna be a balloon drop at midnight. Just an excellent time will be had. I love balloons. I think I'm actually gonna be the one dropping the balloons too. <laughs> but it's going to be a lot of fun. I promise. And hopefully Alyssa will be calling us here pretty soon. She is going to be presenting an award. Which one is she doing? I can't remember. Uh, comeback. Best comeback of the year? Yeah, did you send her the... Yes, I did. Okay. I sent her the information. Yeah, she'll be doing comeback of the year. And then uh, Country Grammar should be calling in here anytime too. He will be... Uh, Giving out the award for best new artist. Um, this is our last show of the year because tomorrow is New Year's. Tomorrow night at midnight, we are within just over 24 hours left in 2012. Wow, this year went by so quick. And, uh, you know, and I'm 31 years old, and every year around this time, I'm like, man, I can't believe it's gonna be a whole new year weird I don't know it's just weird when when you go into a new year it seems like every, it seems like everything is different no matter no matter what I think yeah. this year has been one of the I think this is the biggest year of my life I've had the best and worst things happening this year it's definitely been an interesting year for everybody I'd have to say that and uh, you know to think we were predicted to not even be here right now yeah. imagine that uh, season four. Well, ne um, next week is our last episode of season three. Uh, season f four will resume on uh, January twenty seventh. Um, definitely some uh, some changes being done in the show. Um, with the top fives, I've kind of gone into a different direction with the ideas I got for them. Um, so on January 27th, we have the top five albums of our childhoods and the top five films of our childhoods. So you'll get to uh, know each personality from the show on a, sort of a different kind of level, which I think will be really cool. You'll get to know a little bit more about our youths, you know, what we were into as kids as opposed to what we're into now, which will definitely be uh, either different or the same. You know, I, I think that should be interesting. On uh, February 3rd, we have Top 5 Novelty Songs and Top 5 Adam Sandler Films. On February 10th, we have Top 5 Romantic Songs and Top 5 Romantic Films, sort of going with the Valentine's Day theme there. That's going to be so hard for me. <laughs> I am so not the bushy type. On uh, February 17th, we have Top 5 Songs of the Year You Were Born and Top 5 Films of the Year You Were Born. So that should be really cool as well. Um, on 
February 24th, top five albums from high school and top five films from high school. So once again, you'll get to know more about each personality, which would be really cool. On um, March 3rd, we have top five cover songs and top five guilty pleasure films. And then we're going to... Uh, we're going to do on uh, March 10th, we're going to do top five guilty pleasure songs and the top five films rooted in northeastern Ohio and western Pennsylvania. On March 17th, and yes, St. Patrick's Day is on a Sunday. That answers our question. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to do top five mix songs. I'm sorry. Aww. I mean, you can't, I mean, you got, what, Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll change it. Maybe we'll do like top five drinking songs and top five drinking films, something like that. We might do that. We might change it. But as of right now, uh, March 17th, we've got top five songs about death and top five black comedy films, which may be changed. So yeah, it's subject to change at this moment. Our first episode of spring, March 24th, we have the top five Beatles solo songs and top five mafia movies. On March 31st, we have top five power ballads and top five stand-up comics turned actors. Ooh, On April 7th, we have top five epic songs and top five epic films. On April 14th, which will be the end of the season for season four, as well as our uh, one-year anniversary. We have the top five songs that make you want to get naked and the top five trippy films. So there you have the outline for the uh, rest of this season as well as next season. A lot of uh, exciting things in store for the future. And uh, not sure exactly what we're going to do for the one-year anniversary, but I think we're going to do something big. Maybe a long show or, uh, I don't know. We'll figure something out for that. We're going to keep it a surprise, though. We'll figure, we'll figure something out for the one-year anniversary. Maybe uh, get drunk on the air. There you go. We're going to get drunk on the air. Doing shots. Well, we can do that tonight. Don't you have some wild turkey in your desk? I do have wild turkey in my desk. <laughs> Calling me out on that shit. <laughs> Yes, I have wild turkey in my desk. It was a Christmas present for my little brother. He got me a bottle of wild turkey honey. Really good, actually. I liked it. I think half of it's gone already. Pretty close. <laughs> we like to drink. Yes, we do. Is that um, the Huh? Speaking for everyone on the show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alyssa, you're late. Oh. Oh no, there she is. Okay. Alyssa. Hi, I tried Skyping you, but you wouldn't answer. You wouldn't pick up. Oh my bad. Jesus Christ! Do you want me to try Skyping again or no? Huh? No, you're fine. Okay. All right, so Alyssa, what do you got for us? All right, this is what I got. 
Okay. And the winner is this matching pumpkin. Nice. Which I'm kind of glad that they got the um, comeback of the year. I'm kind of hoping that they would. You were hoping they would win? I was hoping Smashing Pumpkins would, uh, the Smashing Pumpkins would get the comeback of the year. I'm not surprised at all. A lot of people really like that new album they just put out. Yeah. No, you know, I, I heard bits and pieces of it. It's not bad. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh. Well, you know, why not? <laughs> so how's work going, Alyssa? What was that? Can you right hear her? How's work going? We are so busy. Like, I'm over at Hard Lines tonight, and we have to wave the whole entire Hard Lines. Like, we have to do cleaning supplies, domestic, like, toys. We have to wave all of it because there's not that many of us, and we keep going up for backup, so we are really busy. I recommend anyone in the Boardman area go visit Alyssa at the Target at the shops at Boardman Park. Uh-huh. Now she's going to get stalkers at work. She should. She should. Since she hasn't, this is four weeks in a row she hasn't been here. I think she should. I know it's it's the holidays, but you know we we did make up for it with the the Christmas episodes, the highlights. You were on there, so it's okay. Yes, it is. Exactly. Exactly. It's the holidays. That's my excuse. <laughs> All right, Alyssa. Well, we look forward to uh, possibly having you stop by. What was that? I said we look forward to possibly having you stop by later. Well, you, you better look forward to it. Shit. Okay. All right. We'll see you in a little bit then. Okay. I'll All right. Let you know. All right. Bye. Alright, there you have it. Comeback of the year. Smashing Pumpkins. Um, in case you couldn't hear, in case the quality was crap, I, I don't know what it was like. But uh, the, the nominees were Cold Chamber, Slipknot, Kiss, Black Sabbath, and Smashing Pumpkins. And the winner was the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, Everything is going to be available on the website after the show. You have uh, all the Anarchy Awards. As well as the lists. Uh, actually, the list should be up roughly around an hour. Um, I think we're going to go into some music right now. Um, this band put out their comeback album last year. This song kind of 
was a bit of a minor hit for them earlier this year. A lot of people don't like these guys, but uh, I still got mad love for them after all these years. Uh, here's Limp Biscuit with Gold Coast. <laughs> Today marks the end of the regular season play for the NFL. Uh, next week begins the uh, the playoffs. Next Saturday, actually, is the playoffs. Um, yeah, I have no input. <laughs> of course you don't. Um, so, next... Uh, I don't know the dates of these games right now. It's not quite clear of them. They haven't okay. They haven't scheduled the dates yet for the. Uh, but they are next weekend, January fifth and January sixth. Um, the AFC Wild Card. We have the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Houston Texans. Bengals are ten and six. Texans are twelve and four right now. Uh, you also have the Indianapolis Colts versus the Baltimore Ravens. Colts 11 and 5, Ravens 10 and 6. And for the NFC Wild Card, we have the Minnesota Vikings versus the Green Bay Packers. The uh, Vikings right now are 10 and 6, Packers are 11 and 5. And we also have the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And their opponent has not been determined yet, but it's either going to be the, the Dallas Cowboys or the Washington Redskins. So we see a bit of a change here in the uh, NFL this season. There's uh, some teams that quite, haven't really done too well in the past few years. Indianapolis Colts, who last year were uh, only won two games, so they're in the, the uh, wild card this year. Which is definitely very interesting, especially without... Uh, Peyton Manning this year. Um, the AFC Divisional Round. Right now, uh, the lowest winning wildcard seed will be against Denver, who now have Peyton Manning. And the highest winning wildcard seed will be at the uh, New England Patriots. And then in the NFC, the highest winning wildcard seed will be against San Francisco 49ers. The lowest winning wildcard seed will be at the uh, Atlanta Falcons. And of course the NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship game are yet to be determined. Um, definitely looking forward to the playoffs even though my team isn't there. They did win today and went 8-8 eight and eight, which is the same record that they had last year and ended up going to the wildcard. <laughs> but uh... We're just going to see how this goes, and uh, we will actually be on the air during the Super Bowl. We're going to have a huge Super Bowl party in here on February 3rd, and uh, we will be giving updates on the game throughout the show. This will be the Super Bowl, February 3rd at 6.30. We're going to go on the air at 6.30, and we are going to go until the end of the game that night. Uh, right now, we're going to get back into some music. A uh, bit of a comeback this year for uh, this next artist. Uh, he went on tour this year with uh, Rob Zombie. Here's Marilyn Manson with No Reflection. 
Alright, and now it's time to finish the uh, top 20 songs of 2012. All that's left is my picks for the top 20 songs of 2012, so here we go. At number 20, Shine Down with Unity. Number 19, The Cult for the Animals. Number 18, Nonpoint, Left for You. Number 17, Great White, Hard to Say Goodbye. Number 16, Volbeat, Still Counting. Number 15, Five Finger Death Punch, Coming Down. Number 14, Kiss, Long Way Down. Number 13, Foxy Shazam, I Like It. Number 12, Drowning Pool, One Finger and a Fist. 11, Buck Cherry, Gluttony. Number 10, Godsmack, Rocky Mountain Way. Number 9, Kiss, Heller Hallelujah. Number 8, Soundgarden, Live to Rise. Number 7, Deftones, Leathers. Number 6, LA Guns, You Better Not Love Me. Number 5, Papa Roach, Still Swingin'. Number 4, Motley Crue, Sex. Number 3, Davy Suicide, Generation Fuckstar. Number 2, Stone Sour, Gone Sovereign. And the number one song of 2012, Cradle of Filth, Frost on Her Pillow. So there you have it, the top 20 songs and top 5 films for 2012. And that will be available on the website right now. You can go check out all of the uh, top 5 lists, all the other lists that we've done. Going all the way back to the top five hard rock albums of the 2000s. That was on our uh, Game Marriage episode back in like June. No, May. Fuck. So long ago. <laughs> um, Crystal? Yes. It's time to present the award for Artist of the Year. So our nominees for Artists of the Year are Green Day, Wayne Static, Davy Suicide, Luke Bryan, and No Doubt. And the winner for Artist of the Year is Green Day. That was a really bad drum roll. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I'm glad you're not a drummer. Wow. All right. So Green Day, Artist of the Year. Uh, you know, I would give it to them just because they put out three albums this year, even though they probably could have picked a few songs off of each album and made one mediocre album. But, you know, you gotta give it to them for putting out three albums in one year. Hell, two months they put out three albums, so it's not bad. The, uh, the Anarchy Awards will be available on the website as we announce them. So we have all the way uh, from the beginning, Male Vocalist of the Year, Corey Taylor. Female Vocalist of the Year, Katy Perry. Song of the Year, Katy Perry, Part of Me. Comeback of the Year, The Smashing Pumpkins. And Artist of the Year, Green Day. All available on the website right now, brandonchaos.weebly.com. And we will be on the air tonight until 1 o'clock. I'm very excited about that. Two full episodes tonight. Six hours. It's a long night. It is. It's fun. It's always fun when we do back-to-back -back episodes like that. It really is. 
I like how you leave the room too every time I start talking about football. <laughs> What's well, up with that? I don't really have much input, so. Next week's games uh, should be pretty interesting, though. I don't. I mean, I, I'm a Pittsburgh fan. Uh, I would have to say, like, my secondary football team would probably be uh, San Francisco 49ers. That's my dad's team. Plus, I mean, we got a local boy playing for the 49ers now from uh, from Warren, Ohio, Mario Manningham. And uh, the the former owners of uh, of the 49ers, the, the Bartlow Company, is located in Youngstown, Ohio. So... I mean, do, do we do have connections to them? Plus, I mean, that's my dad's favorite team, so I root for them whenever the Steelers aren't having a very good season. So, uh, I don't know, the 49ers are, uh, they're in the NFC Divisional Round, so they won't be playing again until Jan Saturday, January 12th. Um, their opponent is to be determined. They'll have to play the highest winning wild card seed. Which is going to be either uh, Minnesota, Green Bay, Seattle, or uh, Dallas or Washington. So uh, a lot of possible uh, opponents there. I'm actually really hoping it's anybody but Green Bay because I think they could they could they could beat anybody but Green Bay right now, right at this point. <clears throat> um, for Tiny's sake, I hope that that Dallas does not get into the wild card. Fuck you, Tiny. Fuck Dallas. I hope they do not get into the wild card. Go Washington. That's all I gotta say. But guaranteed in the uh, divisional rounds, we have San Francisco and Atlanta for the NFC. And for the AFC, we have Denver and New England. New England, no surprise there. They went 12-4 and this season. It's sad that football season is almost over. And I gotta watch crappy basketball for two months. Who basketball? A lot of people, actually. Not a big basketball fan, but the Knicks aren't bad. The Knicks aren't bad. Jay Z owns the Knicks. And he owns them? Yeah, he owns the Knicks. Wow. You didn't know that? Oh yeah, Jay Z owns the Knicks. I knew he was a Knicks fan. Oh yeah, he owns the Knicks. I think he's a part owner or something like that. Well, he has enough money. Yeah, he does. And now that he's married to Beyonce. You mean he's married to Beyonce's butt? Because <laughs> there's nothing else to her but butt. She is hot. No. Yes, she is. She's got a butt. When I see Beyonce, all I see is ass. I don't see anything else but ass. She has great hips, and she has a gorgeous face. No. I, I see ass when I look at her, and that's it. Whatever. We have different tastes in women. No, Beyonce, eh, no, I wouldn't hit it. Are you kidding? I wouldn't, no. I bet she'd be good in bed. Plus, I mean, her music sucks. What's with that new song that she just recently came out with? That one that you always make fun of with all the stupid key changes in it. Love on top. Yeah. And I sit there. What did I count? Like four key changes? Something. That's, that's awful. Necessary. That's just her showing off. 
Everything she does is unnecessary. That's not true. Yeah. Her existence is unnecessary. I don't know, but did you know that because of Jay-Z having a daughter now, he said he's not going to use the word bitch in his music anymore. So does that mean he's never going to perform 99 Problems live? <laughs> I got 99 problems, but a girl ain't one. Well, you know what, he might just no longer make music with the word bitch in it, but still But he'll do it live? Yeah. I don't know. I think he would. I don't know. Just like... Just, just... Last year, he came out with a song called Niggas in Paris. <laughs> Niggas in Paris. Like, how do you... <laughs> Man, there ain't no black people in Paris. Yeah, that shit cray. I don't know if anybody has heard that song. That song actually should have been on the list of the, the 20 best songs of this year. You know, I like the, the beat, I like the, the hook, but, uh, I don't know, Jay-Z and Kanye, has anybody heard this song out there? I should hope so. It was a pretty popular song. Hold up. If I've heard it, it was Like I said, I like the the hook. I like the you know the beat. It's got like a military beat to it. This shit cray. It's silly. That's what it is. I'm still listening to it. <laughs> he is. He's got it on his headphones. I'm totally jamming out to some... Whoa. That's loud. Alright. You know what... But, but you know what the... Like, me, me and Jay-Z, we... We got something in common. We both ball so hard, motherfuckers can't find us. You know? That shit cray. Exactly. I'm still, why am I still listening to this? I, I do ball so hard, motherfuckers can't find me. Straight up. Did you hear what I said? No, I didn't. I had my headphones on. I said, you can't say that you have 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Because you've got quite a few problems that have to do with... Uh, Bitches? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Don't we all, though? Except Jay-Z. That is true. Beyonce is a problem for me.
For uh, big news for uh, 2012, um, presidential election. We had a presidential election this year. Two episodes, actually. Um, yeah, presidential election. Um, President Obama was up for re-election this year. His opponent was, uh, of course, uh, Massachusetts former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney, the Mormon. Um, a lot of people, of course, gave him crap about his uh, his religious orientation during that election. Yeah, he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> I don't really care what religion you are, just as long as you stick by your morals and you make sense. Right? Yeah, I guess. But, yeah, um, I, you know, like, probably the most exciting thing for me about this election is it was my first time calling an election. I was very excited about it. And, you know, even though I really didn't care for either of the guys running... I would have liked to have had my first election that I call be one where I am announcing a new president. That would have been kind of cool, but it was still cool to announce the uh, re-election of our first black president. That was kind of cool. But uh, overall, it was kind of an exciting event. Uh, I mean, we were we sat here watching every website we could for election results all night. Sucking down a couple pots of coffee. Yeah. And it was real close all night, which was what was really exciting about it. Uh, even though my candidate didn't really do all that well, it was still very exciting. Alright, I think it's time to hand out another award. Um, we're going to do Album of the Year. We are going to do Album of the Year. I'm going to uh, do this one. Alright. Alright. The Anarchy Awards 2012 Album of the Year nominees are Kiss Monster, Green Day Uno, The Smashing Pumpkins Oceania, Oceania, Motion City Soundtrack Go. And L.A. Guns, Hollywood Forever. My vote for this actually went to Kiss. My vote for this went to Kiss. Yes. My vote went to the Motion City soundtrack. You, got, you gave them their only vote. Congratulations. <laughs> that was the only vote that they got. A couple of my friends would have voted for them. None of my friends would have. That's for damn sure. They probably would have had probably ten votes from everyone ever. Probably about all the votes they would have gotten. That includes the guys in the band. <laughs> Alright. So the winner for Album of the Year 2012 goes to The Smashing Pumpkins, Oceania. Hey, I pronounced it right that time. Alright, make sure you go check out the website brandonchaos.weebly.com all the updates will be on there uh, we also have our uh, our show schedule up there we update everything as often as possible 
Uh, there's also uh, photo gallery, upcoming shows. Uh, right now, the only show I got going on is uh, tomorrow night. I will be spinning live at the Funky Skunk Nightclub in Warren, Ohio. The address for that is 143 East Market Street, downtown Warren. Um, there will be no cover before 11 for 21 and over. Uh, after 11, it will be uh, $2 and $5 for under 21 all night as soon as the doors open. The doors open at 9 o'clock, and we will be there all night long. It'll be a good time. Balloon Drop, Skylar Styles, Ladiva St. James will be there. It's going to be a fun night, and we are going to get crunk, motherfucker. <laughs> Probably. It'll be a good night. Um, also on the website, um, the Anarchy Awards, of course, are, are being posted as we announce them. Um, there is a new tab that we got there on the website now for merchandise. That will be up uh, within the next couple of months. I've got uh, t-shirts and coffee mugs coming. Should have those sometime during uh, the next season. It'll be uh, Brandon Chaos, coffee mugs, and t-shirts. And... Uh, Hopefully, by the time we get the merch all listed on the website, we'll have the Planet Chaos uh, coffee mugs and key rings as well. And also, uh, by summertime, and this is just the tentative release for right now, it may get pushed back, it may get moved up, don't know right now, but my book, Life After Hollywood, will finally be seeing a release. Very excited about that. Um, the book is not necessarily an autobiography. It is more of uh, more like a uh, instruction book to life, in a sense, with uh, autobiographical sort of relations to some of the events in the book. It's it's definitely different from uh, anything you've ever read. And as I say in one line in the book, I'm not writing some sort of S&M vampire trendy novel that is geared toward teenage girls. Uh, basically the book is kind of like the show but in book form in a way. And uh, a lot of my photography will be in the book as well as uh, descriptions of the, the photos. And you know, in the book I even mentioned too that you know, a lot of photography anymore is editing, and um, you know, they all the the old saying is a a picture is worth a thousand words, and I say, well, then an edited photo is worth a million. So it's definitely worth checking out, and hopefully we'll have that out by summer. But the T-shirts, coffee mugs, keychains, everything will be out well before that. Hopefully sometime in February or March. Looking forward to that. I gotta get together with my uh, my merchandise guy here pretty soon about making all that stuff. Um, the calendar, something that we haven't talked about for a while. Did we talk? We didn't talk about that last week. I don't think no. so. Um, <laughs> right now we're working on. Uh, we're gonna be getting the applications for the uh, calendar models out by uh, the end of January. Um, anybody that's interested, 
Um, email me at planetchaosradio at gmail.com. If you're interested, I'll get an application out to you as soon as possible. Um, we will be holding the pageant somewhere in uh, Youngstown or Akron, Ohio, one of the two. I'm looking at a couple venues right now. Um, you send your application in with two, two full-body pictures, two face shots, and uh, I have a team of judges that will be narrowing down the pool to about 12 girls. Actually, exactly 12 girls. Can't have any more, can't have any less. And uh, those 12 girls will be competing in a competition where they will be modeling evening wear, swimsuit, doing an onstage question, and doing a talent performance, which talent can be anything. Stand-up comedy, singing, uh, if you want to do a little skit. If you want to do a dance, anything you want that you consider talent, do it. We will have a team of judges that will pick the top girl who will go home that night with $100 and a trophy. She will get a full-page centerfold in the middle of the calendar. It will be a pullout. And the uh, her along with the other 11 girls will be featured in different months in the calendar. And we're looking at an October release on that. As of right now, I've got 18... 18 to 22 girls that are interested right now, and we're still looking for more, as many as possible. And you know, if you don't make it into the top this year, you know the girls that did it, they're doing it this year, will be disqualified for the following year. So you will have a shot at being in the 2015 calendar. So definitely a lot of exciting things going on with uh, Planet Chaos here in the future. Uh, we're going to get back into a little bit of music before we come back and end the show. Latest from L.A. Guns. The song's called You Better Not. Alright, so I have here in front of me the 10 weirdest stories of 2012. So, from a genitalia-headed fish to a two-faced cat, it's been a weird and wild year at National Geographic. At number 10, we have the world's smallest frog. And there's pictures, too. Look at this. It's smaller than a, a dime. It's so cute. At an average of 7.7 .7 millimeters long, the frog is a hair smaller than the previous record holder. The Southeast Asian fish species, Cypress progenetica, whose female measures about 7.9 millimeters. That is a little frog. You'd step on it without even realizing it. Um, slime has memory, but no brain. The living slime that may have been the muse for the 1958 science fiction film The Blob just got creepier. In October, scientists reported that slime mold, a brainless single-celled organism, has a form of memory. Look how creepy this one is. Two-faced cat mystery. In August, Venus, the two-faced cat, became a feline hit. The three-year-old tortoise shell debuted her own Facebook page, was featured in a YouTube video, and appeared on the Today Show. One look at this cat and you can understand why. One half is solid black with a green eye, and the other half has typical orange tabby stripes and a blue face. The coloration may be a genetic mashup that one scientist called absolute luck. Look at this thing. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of cute. Yeah, you would say that. 
white killer whale spotted. A white adult killer whale spotted off Russia in April may be the only one in the world. Nicknamed Iceberg, the 22-foot-long, 7-meter-long whale is probably not a true albino, since he has color on his saddle. The area behind his dorsal fin, scientists say, the male appeared healthy and accepted by his pod, suggesting the odd coloration doesn't affect him. It's rather interesting. The world's leggiest animal found. The leggiest creature on Earth lives in California, but it's not a movie star or a model. It's a three centimeter long millipede with 750 legs. First seen by government scientists in 1928, the Lacme pinepes, the acme of plentiful legs, keeps such a low profile that for the rest of the 20th century, the species, for the rest of the 20th century, the species was thought to be extinct. Then University of Arizona entomologist Paul Merrick spied one near Silicon Valley. <clears throat> this one is really odd. Turtles urinate via their mouths. When a species of soft-shelled turtle in China piddles in puddles, it does so through its mouth, the first evidence of an animal doing so. The findings could also have stomach-churning implications for humans with kidney failure, scientists say. Ew. That'd be interesting. Rare maned lioness explained. If it looks like a male lion and is perceived as a male lion, well, sometimes it isn't. That's a case of Africa's unusual maned lioness, which sport a male's luxurious locks and may even fool competitors. Though uncommon, maned lioness have been regularly sighted in the Mambo area of Botswana's Akavango Delta, including where the lion population may carry genetic disposition toward the phenomenon. That's, uh, I mean, that could go along the lines of, like, you know, human women who have beards. This is the one that I mentioned earlier. The genitalia-headed fish is evolutionary mystery. How's this for a head-turner? A tiny new species of fish from Vietnam sports its genitalia on its noggin. Oh my god, the name. Phallus tethus coulomb is only the 22nd known species of its family. Phallus tethidae, all of which bear their copulatory organs just behind their mouths. So it's a peckerhead. Pretty much. <laughs> Phallus tethus is what they called it. Phallus. Really? World's weirdest penis study. There's a picture. It's disturbing. It is a little disturbing. When National Geographic emerging explorer Lucy Cook headed to Tasmania, Australia, she was on the lookout for the Echidina, an ancient termite-eating hedgehog. Is it an echidna? Echidna? Whatever. Whatever. It's an animal with a four-headed penis. As Cook wrote on her blog in July, this extraordinary member has four distinct heads and looks like a stumpy hand with no thumb waving at me. Or some sort of weird sea 
animal. It definitely doesn't look like any penis I've ever seen before, thankfully. That is a strange looking penis. Giant mysterious eyeball found on Florida beach. Perhaps reminiscent of the infamous Montauk monster, a softball sized eyeball washed up in Florida in October. The internet was buzzing with questions, who I is it? What is it? A few days later, the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reported that the mystery eyeball belongs to a swordfish. Huh. Wow. A that... swordfish just lost its eye? How does that happen? Buy another swordfish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit retarded. Sorry. Right. Um, we're going to recap uh, right now some of the news stories that were big on our show. And I'm sure Country's going to be disappointed he's not here for this one. Probably uh, Country's favorite news story of the year. Altogether, overall, over anything else. The man... Who ejaculated in his co-worker's water bottle. <laughs> this story took up so much of... Our airtime. <laughs> uh, hey, it was a fun experiment. It was. Um... Yeah, it, I mean, it, it wasn't a big, it wasn't a new, big news story to begin with. It wasn't a news story this year, but we did discuss it on the show. Um, he does look like a He does. Yeah. Um, he was arrested in July 2010. His DNA was later matched to the water bottle. So he basically he jerked off into his coworker's water bottle. And uh, she got sick. A few months later, he did it again. They arrested him. And, you know, only in Southern California do you have stories this strange. Honestly. I mean, we discussed it. And I still, like, I've seen the girl. And, like, honestly, she's not that hot. She's not that hot. Have you seen her? No. I'm trying to look for a picture. There she is right there. Like, she's alright. I mean... But he he looks like the type that doesn't get much. So, uh... Poor girl. She probably just smiled at him once and then he got the wrong idea. Uh, 32-year-old Michael Kevin Liana... Stands accused of assault and battery for twice ejaculating into a co-worker's water bottle because her lips had touched it. Leona reported he felt that was as close as he could get to the victim, a 29-year-old executive assistant being protected from the media by the name Jane Doe in court. It never crossed his mind that she would actually drink it. The first incident occurred on January 14, 2010, as KTLA News reported. Investigators say Liana entered the victim's office and deposited his semen into a water bottle that was on his co-worker's desk. The victim, who was unaware of the bottle's contents, drank the contaminated water. She threw it away after feeling sick. 
Despite a little tummy rumble, all was well until April 9, 2010, when the victim took a swig from her water bottle and noticing an all-too-familiar taste, decided to send the beverage to a lab for testing. Shortly thereafter, she was informed the bottle contained semen, later discovered. And we can only imagine how to belong to Liana. Imagine working in that HR department. Okay, everyone, today we have a random semen test. Line forms behind the water cooler. Liana's lawyer, Eduardo Madrid, has argued that his client can't be guilty of assault as there was no application of force. Of course, that could be hotly contested if we fully consider the mechanics of the incident. I've said it before. Like, how horny do you have to get at work? I mean, the chick ain't even that hot. You know, you look at her and you're like, oh man, I got to rub one out right now. But once again, it's just one of those funny and weird news stories that we discussed on the show. Um, another big one that we covered it dedicated like an entire episode to was uh, the, the North Carolina gay marriage ban. Um we had my, my good friend Savannah on the show via Skype that episode. Who She's from North Carolina, so she knew more about it than I did. And she told us that it was already illegal in North Carolina. But what was a big deal about it was that not only did it outlaw gay marriage it sort of redefined what a domestic relationship was. Therefore, limiting certain benefits to even straight couples who live together and are not married. Meaning, if you, you know, you, you could have been with somebody for 10 years, lived together, just haven't tied the knot, have a child together, one of you works, the other two cannot actually get any of your benefits that you have. Whereas in other states, you can under the, you know, domestic relationships clause, you know. And aside from all that, this is the first state to have a constitutional amendment that bans gay marriage. Now, not since prohibition have we seen a constitutional amendment that limits people's rights, which is something that Ron kept bringing up on that show. You know, not, not since Prohibition, you know, and no other state has added any constitutional amendments, you know, because you have all these states that have, you know, put forth smoking bans, but none of them have put it on their constitution. Ohio has probably come the closest to having it as a constitutional amendment, but it never got there. So, North Carolina becomes the first state to constitutionally ban gay marriage. Like I said, gay marriage was a hot topic all year, especially with that and then the Chick-fil-A thing. It was all over the place. And, uh, I don't know, I kind of see it blowing up a little bit more here in the future. I guess only time will tell on that one. Um... Losing my voice already. <laughs> um, what other news stories did we discuss this year?
you remember? Oh, well, of course, the biggest tour of the year was Motley Crue and Kiss. That was a big one this year. Uh, probably one of the big... The, actually, the biggest tour of the year, probably one of the biggest tours of the last decade, Motley Crue and Kiss. Shock Rock Legends went on tour together. And, uh, I guess that kind of wraps the, uh, first episode up as far as, uh, news stories for 2012. Got a couple more songs here, and then we're going to end this episode. And then we will be back here in a little bit with the second half. Right now, here's Great White with I've Got Something For You. Good night. Good night. Good night. Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are.